we back. This time we got Baron Bella Love. Man, I love this guy so much. Yo, such a beauty, such a fucking beauty. We watched this guy grow, um, you know, in the last two years, he's just been doing amazing shit, working for, you know, one of the biggest real estate companies in Canada, uh, Faro Real Estate. He's got a lot of knowledge to spit here. Um, just tune in. You don't want to miss this. Welcome back to the MBH podcast, Money Buys Motherfucking Happiness. I'm going to add in an MF into the MBH. One way to get us demonetized yeah. before we even get monetized. <laughs> I, think, I think we're already demonetized. <laughs> Listen, we just passed 500 subscribers. I think we're at 520. Shout out the fucking people showing Thank us you. love. It took so long, yo. I know. It, it took, took so long. long. <laughs> but we're so happy. <laughs> Thank you. So, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep showing us love. We love you guys. We love you now guys. Too, like, do it right now. If you, if you didn't, do it right now. But anyways, before I go too fucking crazy into this bullshit, and I always <laughs> say this every time we start, Baron Belalov, the fucking biggest G. Well, I'm smashing the table, That's Dean. Good. My no, bad. You're good. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? How are you, bro? I'm good, guys. It's nice to have you. That's funny. Uh, I, wow. I, I, or nice to have me. <laughs> no, I'm happy you have me. <laughs> okay. Welcome We're to happy. neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Money by Zap. MFMBH. Yeah, thank you um, for having yeah. us. Appreciate it. No, honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. Uh, it, it's crazy just how we met. And just the connection that we've built and the relationship we've built over the last, like, I think year and a half, two years. And here we are sitting with you today. You've, you've done so much cool shit. You, you, we've seen you grow so much, um, ups, downs, the whole thing. We'll, we'll get into that. But for anybody who doesn't know you, maybe just an intro on yourself, who you are, what you do, and we'll go from there. And, we, and, and hold on. He brought us some vino. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's cheers. Let's cheers before we let's do that. Let's do vino. it. We got let's do it. Senor Jackson Tregi. Okay. Yeah. Gary Vino's you back. You can call me Jackson. For, Dean, you can call me Joss. <laughs> well, Cheer, cheers, back. Back. Cheers, Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's say a toast. Okay. I, I think it would be okay. fitting to say wow. a toast. It's on you, then. Let's do a toast. It's on you. What, you know, what are we toasting to? I'm, I'm Russian, so we, we got to start off a good conversation with a nice, nice toast. Nice. You know? Love that. And I think it's fitting. Obviously, everyone's probably expecting this. I think I'm going to make this toast out to two parties. First of all, to you guys, because to watch your growth and success over the last couple of years since I ran into you on Instagram, yep. you know, talk about authentic, right? social right. media, you know, all the right. way up until today. And we'll, we can talk about that, we too. We will. But, you know, I want to make this toast out to you guys. And I also want to make this toast out to the audience. Yeah. Because at the yes. end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be an entrepreneur. You could be a business owner. You could be working a steady career, a steady job yeah. somewhere. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if someone's watching this, chances are they're like-minded. They're yeah. like us. Yeah. They're, mm -hmm. on, they're on their journey. They're trying to figure it out. Yeah. They're growing, learning every single day, looking for sources of inspiration. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, like we, we know as yeah. an entrepreneur, you know, you could be putting out ideas, trying to innovate, looking for opportunities, yeah. and you fail many times. Yeah. Fail many times oh, to yeah. succeed big time. Yeah. But that one idea comes around and it works. And it's perfect. The stars align. You get neighborhood creative. Yeah, you know, boom. For example, business owners trying to figure out, okay, how do I navigate through, through all this, you know, technological change, through pandemics, everything. Yeah. It's hard being a business owner. You know. Yeah, that's facts. For somebody who's working a job somewhere, trying to figure out, okay, how do I elevate my career? How do I move up the ranks? What like what do I do? How do I contribute more? Bring more value to the company? Yeah. Nothing good happens overnight. Nothing good comes easy. It takes persistence, it takes consistency, it takes resilience, it takes sheer unrelenting force. Yeah. You, you can't settle for anything less than a win and you fail many times to get there and then you finally win and you just keep going. It's motivation for the next step. Yes, sir, the next big leap. facts. So, so this goes out to all the entrepreneurs, all the business owners, all the people working jobs. It goes out to you, boys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Cheers you. to us. Cheers, Cheers to Cheers, success. Cheers, Cheers, baby. Let's Ooh, go. You heard that? <laughs> wow. Don't start to cry there. Right now. Start seeing <laughs> you cry. Well, you know what? He pretty much said everything. We're going we to end we it here right now. We say everything he just said. Did you get, we did just you get the him. reel? That was a little long. That was a big reel. Let's export that reel. We got it. It was a little long, but we got it. We got it. It'll fit. It'll be an extra uh, with that being said, I mean, thank you. I yeah, appreciate your love. Let's get into it. Who are you? What you do? All that fun stuff. Yeah. So, so my name is Baron Belalov. I'm the director of marketing at Faro Real Estate Inc. Um, Faro Property Group, Orchard Row, Palace Row, the condo company. It's all under the Faro Real Estate uh, umbrella. And uh, I'm responsible for the day-to-day -day online, offline marketing activities, whether it be 
website creation, search engine marketing, social media marketing, advertising, press, public relations, um, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of event planning, especially right now, as some yeah. of our projects are, are coming to a close and other projects are starting to get launched. Um, each of our projects is practically a, a company of its own with its own brand and marketing strategy. So that's uh, that's all on my onus as well. Jeez. That's pretty much what I do. Um, a little bit of background for everyone. Uh, I got into marketing. I had a, a digital marketing agency. I ran with a buddy of mine for about four years. It was called Strawberry Media, and it was a fantastic learning experience and, and pivotal to, to where I am today. So really, really great and happy for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. For, first off, dude, like I didn't even know it was like to that extent, like you were covering all, all like all that yeah. ground. It's a big right? role. It's a I big mean, I know, I know yeah, Pharaoh, may, maybe we'll talk about Pharaoh a little bit. Um, I know they're a massive, massive company, yeah. massive umbrella. There's so much under them. Some of the biggest, you know, some huge people in the city, partners and whatnot. Um, let's talk about Pharaoh for a little bit. Yeah. Um, how'd you end up there? Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck is Pharaoh? Yeah. I know there's so many things under the umbrella. There's a lot, yeah. Um, we'll go from there. Yeah, so it was an interesting journey. I'll, I'll talk about what Pharaoh is first, I guess, yeah, that, sure. that, you know, to give people some context. Um, Pharaoh Real Estate is uh, it's an umbrella company under which our mission is essentially to vertically and horizontally integrate all facets of real estate. Yep. So we do this through our various brands and, and, and companies, entities, right? So... Um, Ferro Property Group is actually brokerage uh, where we do um, residential sales, commercial leasing, all that jazz. Um, we have a, a, an amazing team of agents there that's rapidly growing as well. A lot of people are joining Ferro, um, so that's that's really great. The condo company is where we uh, share platinum VIP access to pre-construction projects all over the city for our end users and investors, essentially our database. Um, and you know that's another avenue for for offering value. Palace Row is the luxury division of Ferro Property Group and Orchard Row, which I'll, I'll get into. Uh, we do a lot of luxury resale and and um, and pre-construction selling as well. Yeah. Uh, so so that's Palace Row, and then Orchard Row is essentially our development marketing company. Um, that's initially what I was brought on for. And then sort of from there, you know, the company, everyone saw what I was capable of. Yeah. And I just looked for additional ways that I could contribute. And, and we went from there. So they just saw you were such a beauty. They're like, fuck, this, this guy's such a beauty. This guy's got to oversee everything. <laughs> this guy's fuck a beauty, this. bro. No, but I want to stop you quick. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. is vertical integration? Right. And, and yeah. why is it important that you guys are taking that step? So, so vertical horizontal integration it's essentially us bridging all facets of real estate so the reason why we are doing that is because we're really trying to innovate the way that things are being done in the in the real estate industry we are trying to find ways to pool resources to make everything more efficient more effective to to build efficient systems workflows you know so that we can we can literally buy a piece of land or, or, or help someone represent a, a buyer or a developer to get a piece of land and then take it all the way through to, you know, development, m- management, marketing, yep. and sales. Top to bottom. Like, w- yeah. you know, you there's, need there's no nothing. Else. So, yeah. so ideally, you guys are taking a project and handling, like, like the there's full a, there's, thing. Yeah, there's a building. In-house. in-house. People are moving in, and yeah. then we also help people with property management yeah. after the fact. So, so the benefit, <laughs> so forever. So so the benefit forever. to that is a client can just work with you guys. They cover You guys cover everything. Yeah. They but don't we, have to go here. They don't have to go there. Yeah. Okay. So so we are able to do that, and, and you know, we do have thresholds that, that we aim for, but we also do contribute, like, collaborate with, with other brokers and outside parties, because for us, it's all about creating opportunity. Yeah. So one of the big reasons why we decided to integrate is to create op- opportunity you know yeah. it makes it makes opportunity much more easily accessible for agents yeah. who are trying to switch you know verticals of, yeah. of what what they specialize in like listen if if you've never sold a luxury listing and you can sell this you think you can move this 25 million dollar penthouse all the power to you let's <laughs> yeah, go yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. Th- let's get it done let's yeah. right if if you've never you know sold 10 units at our project but you're saying you have a couple of buyers yeah let's see what we can do like there's there's no shortage of opportunity we're in toronto this is not an extremely densely populated area if you compare it to la 
like 30 million versus 3 million. Yeah. We are yeah. such a young city. It's facts. Mm-hmm. So there is a ton of opportunity here. We're just, you know, we're open to that and, and we love to collaborate and provide opportunities. So that's one of the reasons why. Ha- has it been challenging um, having that many kind of brands under a mother company? Uh, because obviously a brand has a feeling. Yeah. Right? So to have that many feelings under one feeling yeah, yeah. right like how is that no how is that big because i'm sure many people it's, have, have started brands under a, it's a, like you a guys have like seven girlfriends yeah and and some of them are very like uh very different right you're talking about luxury then you're talking about yeah. development then you're talking about just day-to-day sales then you're talking about luxury it, again right so it's very different yeah. like like every vertical first of all we have to keep the team separate mm-hmm. and although we have pooled resources and we have some some overlap you know, I'll give you an example. If if you're in the luxury space, people don't necessarily want to work with a development marketing company that doesn't do luxury. Makes sense. So, True. so yeah. that's why we have Palace Row, yeah. and and in there we we only focus on luxury. Yeah. Like our resources are sure they're they're pooled a little bit where yeah. we use you know a CRM and course, we have yeah. marketers where yeah. they're creating content, graphic designers, whatever. Of course. But we also have project managers and and they're you know working with with two different focuses yeah yeah so they're always keeping the niche in mind exactly because because when you're speaking to an affluent audience for example it's it's totally different you know and then even you know with within orchard row if you're speaking to end users or investors yeah depending on the project yeah it's also totally totally different different. right the marketing has to be different the sales approach is different Mm -hmm. so um it's complicated but you know i've never shied away from yeah i was gonna say that. i see you as the guy that like you're down for that yeah like, it keeps you it's moving. a challenge right and, it's a and, challenge and actually like now touching on let's say you in pharaoh mm-hmm. how has it been because i can imagine like we've met some of the team members and stuff like that how has it been i imagine you're probably one of the youngest guys if not the youngest guy there <laughs> and you're not in like a little dinky position you're in a mm-hmm. very uh respectable high up position in the, in the business you have, so you have authority yeah you have authority so how has that been being like like being like on the younger scale in terms of the people that are part of the business yeah um but also having the authority of some of the people at the top who are probably you know i can imagine 30 years older than you let's say yeah how has that been because i i know a lot of people friends of ours and stuff who have taken uh bigger bigger roles or or, uh higher up positions in corporations Mm -hmm. um where they got people that are working under them that are younger let's say and they're kind of like, yeah, it's weird to sort of tell them like what to do or try to give them guidance or whatever. How's that been for you? So it's it's been interesting. I think Strawberry Media was huge because yeah. you know Kingsley and I were the youngest guys in the company. Like yeah. we, we we were growing a team, and everyone was older than us. Yeah, um, maybe a couple interns we had, you know, but but that's it. When I came over to Pharaoh, I mean, it, it, for me, I've I've always just been great with with adults. You know, like uh, my sister raised me, and she's there's eight years of difference between us, yeah. so that actually really helped. I imagine it helped, of course, yeah. for sure. Probably, um, but when I came in, you know, for me, and and as as somebody who ran an agency for four years prior, yeah. I'm just thinking, okay. What offer? What what value can yeah. I offer? Yeah. What, how can I contribute? How yeah. can I make this better? Yeah. yeah, that's all. That's all I'm thinking. Of course, you know. So, um, so to answer your your previous question, actually, it's it's relevant and it kind of ties into this. How I got to Pharaoh, my my best friend and one of the top performing agents, Naveed Rashid, he calls me one day after I decide to dissolve Strawberry, and he says, "Dude, we need you." Um, I got you in touch with our project director. She'll, you know, she'll she'll reach out to you ASAP. I'm like, okay, perfect. Um, at this point, I, I started my website. I branched off into consulting. I figured, you know, th- this is what I'm good at. I, I enjoy doing it. I'll just do it. Yeah. So I was going to go into consulting, and then suddenly, you know, Natalie calls me, and she's, uh, she, you know, she it's it's like a soft soft conversation. Yeah. We didn't really schedule our, our interview yet. Yeah. She's just kind of, you know, talking a little bit about Pharaoh, how things are going, you know, unintentionally trying to scare me away. Yeah. Like, you know, she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, there's a lot happening. You're like, I'm ready it's, for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and the more she says it, the more I'm like, mm, you don't even know. Yeah. You know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. streamline this. Yeah. So, so I start asking her a couple of questions. I'm like, okay, let's, let's get, you know, an interview set up and uh, whatever. 
Now, I haven't been interviewed for a job in, yeah. I don't know, I can't remember, Bank yeah. of Montreal, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. midway through university. It's been a while since I've been interviewed. Every conversation that I've had with like a business owner or some sort of stakeholder was like, okay, what can I do for you? You know, yeah. and, and I'm diagnosing the whole conversation is just me yeah. asking questions and yeah. answering, giving some insight and then me answering questions, uh, like asking questions. Yeah. So she started, uh, you know, asking me some questions. We were going through this interview. By the end of the two hour chat, I was asking her the <laughs> yeah, questions. You were interviewing her. <laughs> I was interviewing her, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and, and I was talking about, I was asking like, okay, like, how are you guys doing your project management? Okay, what, what CRM are you using right now? Are, are you automating your communication? Yeah. you know how how are you you know doing all these different things and what are your workflows looking like yeah. and so she explained a lot and uh and and i i immediately saw a lot of opportunity yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, i yeah. i told her i said you know what let's let's get me you know full time on here and um I'll allow you to hire me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was, was kind of like that. Yeah. And no, but so, that's even important. Even in an interview, I like that because you know. just speaking of interviews in general, you went in there, you start asking questions. That mm -hmm. shows them how interested you are. Yeah. You're not just there to answer questions. You're going to be like, yo. So, key ask questions in your fucking interviews. I mean, of it's, course. It's, yeah. it's beyond the bullshit. Like, and it also shows that you know what you're talking about. Exactly. You're confident exactly. enough to be like, oh, what CRM are you guys using? Yeah. What's yeah. your workflow look like? Blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're you know, obviously. They're like, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like, oh, shit, okay. And, and I think and I think I want to, uh, you were saying something. I want to ask you the question about mm -hmm. uh, me, the youngest person and whatnot. Um, this is something I noticed about you. You're an extremely genuine guy. Since the, the first day we met till today, like you've just been the most genuine, like good-hearted guy, and I think that that's probably another reason. And this may be just me analyzing it. Yeah. Why I think that even like older people in in, in in the agency and stuff that you work for, they took to you so easily because you just came in with genuine intentions. Mm -hmm. You came yeah. in being like, I'm here to fix the fucking problems. Yeah. This is what they are. This is what I see from my experience, blah, blah, blah. Let's like, do it. Probably didn't come in step on anyone's toes. You're just like, yo, I'm here to just do my job, mm -hmm. do it very well, help the business grow. And obviously everyone working there, if you come in and do that, everyone working there is like, their life becomes easier. Yeah. yeah. You've set up better workflows, better CRMs, yeah. you know, all that stuff, better marketing, blah, blah. They're like, damn, this is making my life easier. Probably a big reason why they took to you so easily. Yeah. And they yeah. were down for that. And and with that being said, I want to now circle into how we met. Because yeah. we we're, we're talking about it a little bit off off camera. But um, it just came from, I think it was a DM from you to Ernesto. I don't know. You guys. Something, like something like that. Yeah. One, one we, just, of us. We, we were just connect, we connected um, on IG. And then I believe we were talking a bit. Mm -hmm. And then the run club came about. Yeah. Yes. And um, yo, what like you put yourself out there. You know I what did, I mean? Yeah. You came you came out. Um, I think the first run, we were running beside each other the whole time just talking. We were, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. I, and and while I was running, I'm like, yo, this guy, this guy's a smart guy. You know what I mean? This this takes a lot for someone to go into a, a, an environment. They don't know anyone, but they want to meet everyone. And they're making it very clear. You know, I think after the first run, you knew everyone at that run. It's very yeah, respectable. Right? Very and respectable. And yeah. I think that, that, that shows a lot about your character. And um, even with that, like, I want to know, I want to know, because that's so important to you, or at least I think so. I think environment is really key to you. And mm -hmm. I think the people around you are really key to you. For that's sure. what you've showed us over time. Yeah. So when you get to Pharaoh now, yeah. that culture there. Yeah. How were, were you drawn in because it was similar to, to your character? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're very growth driven. Yeah. We're very innovative. We're yeah. very collaborative. Yeah. There's, there's no competition. Even between our agents, we're trying to bring each other up. Yeah. Like well, that's what I was, are, when I right? saw you join them, I was like, okay, for sure they have a, a proper environment going yeah. on, a proper culture going yeah. on there because or else you wouldn't, you wouldn't have been in no. there, you know, because mm -hmm. that's the way I met you. I, I met you through environment, right? Yeah. And you putting yourself out there, right? So... That was something I want to talk about too. How's the culture there? Is this something that um, you reside with? Yeah, so so the culture at Pharaoh, and the reason why I love it so much is because it takes a pretty specific group of individuals with a very diverse skill set and yeah. expertise of course. to do what we're doing. Yeah. Like, we're audacious enough to be trying to do this. <laughs> well, you're People call us you're crazy. a lot of bases. Yeah, and we're taking leaps, yeah. you know, and, and only because we have the right people involved and, yeah. and we're all very passionate about what we're doing. So immediately when I was brought on board and I was proposing things, I was very clear, like, I don't want to be stepping on any toes. I just want to make things easier. You know, take a look at this, see what you think, and let's let's see if we can implement this, this yeah. uh, you know, the system or the software or whatever. 
Um, so that and and people were open to it. You know, yeah. everyone was open to it. We gave it a try. If it worked, it worked. If it didn't, it didn't. Typically, it did. And then we implemented full force. But everyone being open to it is already that, something great. That's already something yeah. big because typically people are like, "Oh no, we have our way of doing." Oh, we things. have our ways already. You know, yeah, yeah the classic. And, and that's you know that's how big companies fail. Yeah. That's how companies stunt their or go growth. out of style. There's yeah. exactly. Well, I think that you know, speaks to Pharaoh. And like you said, like the whole like. The fact that how, how audacious you guys are mm-hmm. to tackle everything, like to say that you're trying to vertically, horizontally integrate real estate, dude, mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah. real estate is fucking That's a crazy. massive There's industry. So many, yeah. so many yeah. moving pieces. So I think that probably speaks also to the, to the culture there that like the fact that they're even trying to do that, it just mm-hmm. shows how innovative they are, how, how smart they are to bring on someone like you younger mm-hmm. different mindset it's an open-minded approach where yeah. they're where they're adopting based on what the, their environment is telling them to do exactly. which is exactly. huge which is huge so yeah, like that's only, how you need to be i can only even imagine like now within all the little facets of it like how you know innovative you know the approaches every yeah. time whether yeah. it's just like residential sales or all the way to the development side of things and the marketing and whatnot that's yeah. crazy. That's you, to make insane. a change, you gotta be you gotta be open minded. You have you know, to be. It's it's interesting. When I initially I was I was running an ad. It it you know now it's being recognized. It's a finalist at Build for the best advertising campaign. Wow. This is a couple of months after I, I waltzed into Pharaoh. <laughs> you know I I walked in. I started yeah. building our in house team, and I'm like, okay guys, like I I want to run a campaign and I want to yeah. be very transparent, very honest with our audience. I want this ad to speak to exactly who we need to speak to, nobody else. Yeah. If if the numbers don't make sense for whoever's looking, keep scrolling. I, I don't want to waste money on yeah. anybody. I just want maximum juice yeah. out of our dollar. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. they appreciate that for sure. They do. Because yeah. you're marketing to people. People forget this. You're marketing to human beings. You're yes. not um, yeah. you're not marketing to machines. You have to understand people. Yeah. You have to. You really yeah. do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so I literally put the price per square foot in the ad. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. no one does that. No one. Yeah, that's too transparent. Yeah. You, you, but not, is it though? You, well, no, it's not. Because I'm, I'd be down opinion, to see that. I'd be down. Exactly. Yeah. In my I, opinion, yeah. it's not too transparent. Yeah. But any other builder, they'd be like, no, no, we have to get them to subscribe. We gotta, we gotta suck them in first. Yeah. which is not genuine. Not genuine. Talk to our agent. Yeah, causes friction. Yeah. and yeah. then our agent gives them a price list, and based on the price list, they have to do the math and figure out the cost per go. square there foot. There's so many steps to getting to i just put it at the, the top transparency of the is the one that opens the door for them to say oh shit like they're being pretty honest with me already right like, well, it's trust well, yeah. well i'll tell you like even when i'm looking at if we're talking pre-development when mm-hmm. i'm looking i see ads and shit online there's something i'm like oh good area building looks cool whatever i'd love to know like i'd love to know certain things but then it's like sign up yeah, yeah bro everything. sign up everything. sign up we'll let you know you gotta yeah. give us your passport we'll number get back to you you gotta yep. fucking you gotta yep. tell us yep. the day that you were born i'm like dude yeah. just if you tell me exactly what it is, and I'll be I like more it, interested, or I'm not going to waste time. I'll buy it there right now. You go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, man, right? literally. But it's so like you know what it is. It's you're dragging on the sell when everyone's sold already. Exactly. Like they'll just move on to the, the next the thing. The market was hot. Like yeah. people didn't take advantage of that. I yeah. put the price per square foot. Yeah. Bro, we put in three thousand dollars, and yeah. we got seventeen million dollars in firm deals out of that campaign. It's a good deal, eh, Dini? It's not ridiculous. Bad. Let's, let's set something let me know when you got to stop like that. <laughs> Damn. And, and above all else, the, we, we were working with another PR agency prior. Yeah. And when I was making the submission for Build, because we don't have any political leverage. We don't yeah. have a relationship with of Build. Course. We're not a well-known agency. Yeah, we don't even have, Orchard Road doesn't yeah. even have a website. It's yeah. just Faro. Everything else yeah, has a yeah. website, you know? And so they told me, they're like, yeah, I don't know if you want to put those numbers in there. It's kind of cumbersome for Build to, to look at that and review. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I'm going to take screenshots and put that in here. Of course. Mm. And, and, you know, now (laughs) we were recognized. It worked. But that's that's what gets you recognized is doing something different. That's right. If you just did the classic, bro, sign up, the ad looks exactly the same as it always does. Starting in the the 600s. I I, I click it. I'm like, oh, bro, maybe there's information. Sign up. You get yeah. drowned in Bro, all the me, noise. Tell me one thing. Just yeah. tell me one. Yeah. So, but, so, but what? So, what? <laughs> what do you think it is that, like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll speak in terms of the real estate industry, mm-hmm. but I think this this can be generalized to almost every industry. What keeps what keeps these developers, these these uh, real estate marketing agencies, what keeps them so? Like, why do they stay so old school? Why why do they continue that approach when 
it, it when when they know either it doesn't work or it's just not getting them the best bang for their buck. Like, why do you think they they continue doing that? So there's a couple of things. One, there's a lot of money in development. So sure. when it comes to being efficient, you don't have to be that efficient. <laughs> it's facts, yeah. right? What what we're trying to do is you almost don't is, have to watch every dollar. Exa- you don't. Yeah. You don't really don't yeah. have to. And but in our case, we're trying to really compete, make things cheaper to, for developers, yeah. so that developers can actually make it cheaper for end users and investors to, yeah. to buy properties. Yeah. It's a win win for everybody. It's a win win for everyone. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's why we're we're being very mindful and very intentional with the yeah. way that we advertise. But beyond that. I think there's industry standards and, you know, not a lot of people are entrepreneurs. They come from corporate and they had marketing positions. Me, for example, like I, I drew some inspiration from, in my opinion, some of the best marketers in, in their sort of vertical of marketing. Of course. And as a result, I try to take this holistic approach to marketing. So it's not just performance driven because creative branding messaging putting the price per square foot like that also translates into your performance yeah, yeah. a lot of performance driven marketers don't they don't really care about bolding text in a yeah. caption yeah just keep yeah. it keep it minimal yeah. yeah but it makes a huge of deal course, you have such course. a limited amount of digital real estate with an ad yep. how are you not going to think about every letter and how it appears and the amount of time too yeah exactly yeah. Like someone scrolling, they have 0.5 seconds. If you can capture their attention in those 0.5 seconds and they see more, you have to keep their attention, maintain, yeah. you gotta maintain that attention. Yeah. And you gotta keep giving them value, you gotta keep giving them a reason, you gotta persuade them slowly and steadily until they decide so to sign up. So when you're going through that process, are you pretending that you're looking at the ad? Is Always. that something you try to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge empath, I think it actually helps. Yeah, so, so what it sounds like to me is, you've probably taken a lot of what you've learned obviously with strawberry and probably mm-hmm. kind of the approach of like and because because we, we've done this as well you know you took like how am i going to market for like a small business and get the most for them yeah that i can from their money but now you're like looking at budgets that are way higher <laughs> but you're like, still I, doing the same thing but you're yeah. like i still yeah. need to get the most for the for this money whether whether it's 10k or yep. 100k yeah i need to get the most out of it that's that's what it's sounding like exactly. that's, what I, that's what i wanted to ask you i wanted to know what what you've implemented from strawberry into into your new role and how important that was because people can look at it and say oh this guy had an agency he, mm-hmm. he dissolved it that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a loss mm-hmm. you know was, what i mean it was a win man but that's a huge win because <laughs> i'm sitting here and i know how much you fucking learned oh man you know what i mean which yeah. got you that yeah got you to where you are so talk about maybe your experience with strawberry media mm-hmm. um and how you've implemented things you've, you've maybe learned mm-hmm. from from things directly associated with business to like maybe just partnerships and delegating as well Okay, long-winded answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, yeah. bro. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> instead of um, one question, it turned into five. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, answer all five. Run on question like, here. As, as long as it's valuable for the listeners, yeah, yeah, no, I love is. to share the story, yeah. you know? Um, so there's, there's actually a lot that can be learned from it. With, with Strawberry Media, you know, why I even decided to leave the bank and go into digital marketing, my friend Kingsley told me he was starting a digital marketing agency. And this was when I was at the bank. Uh, there was actually like a, there, there was a, a specific thing that happened. I was a bank teller before I, I got into- Me too. Um, repre- re- were you? Yeah. At, at which bank? TD, unfortunately. I was at, I was at BMO. And uh, thank God I, I turned down the- The, <laughs> the FSR um, position, yeah, the oh financial. Yeah, yeah, I even yeah. got my CSE and I, and oh, I shit, me too. decided to turn that down. But I was a teller and I had this one guy, he was a painter, he came to me one evening. It was a Friday, his hands just dry paint all over them, gave me a check. I took the check, I deposited it into his account. I look at his balance, it's not very high. And he asks me to withdraw like a couple hundred dollars in cash. He's super excited, he's gonna take his two daughters, you know, it's, it's their twins, it was their birthday. Yeah. And he was excited to take them to Swiss Chalet. Wow. You know, and I give him two, the 200 bucks. I know he doesn't have much to his name. Like, yeah. this is a joint bank account with him and his wife. Wow. And, like, this is, this is what they got until the next paycheck. Of course. And he's, you know, he's going to take this. He's, and I'm thinking, man, what am I doing for this guy? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. really, what am I doing How for am this guy? How am I actually guy? helping this guy? Like, yeah. I, I have a prompt here telling him to get a credit card for, to what avail? Yeah. To get him into debt? <laughs> yeah. 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 Are, you ki- are you kidding me? Yeah. What mm-hmm. am I contributing to? So I was 
man, I fell into depression. Like yeah. that was that For was really? a deep depression. Wow. Like it was it was bad. I, and I was the one of the highest performing CSRs in the GTA at BMO. Wow. That's Dude, the other my, thing. This is my story. I did the exact same thing. Bro. Right? It was yeah. a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, oh, like, you know, you got the quarterly spotlight. Are you proud? And I'm like, <laughs> well, fuck no. the quarterly spotlight. Are you that? kidding? Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel worse about yeah. myself, yeah. you know? So I fell into this depression. I'm like, man, I went to school for finance and econ. Like, yeah. what am I going to do? And then my buddy comes to me. He's, you know, we're ch chilling one night. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to start a company. I'm like, this is exciting. Good for you, man. He's like, I'm gonna, it's a digital marketing company called Strawberry Media. I'm like, that's so cute. You know, why do you call it Strawberry Media? <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. like, because you're asking. I'm like, amazing, exactly. And then, um, and everyone asked every time we met with a, with a prospect. Yeah. Um, and then I, I went home and I went on this crazy, like, deep dive yeah. on digital marketing. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. And funny enough, I had some experience. I had like a blog when I was in high school, Journey for Strength. You just didn't even know you had experience. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Google AdSense, yeah. I had no idea, yeah, you yeah. know? And, and, um, and then here, you know, lo and behold, it's digital marketing, running ads, doing this, that. So I was intrigued. I'm like, okay, here's an opportunity. Maybe I can take some of what is, you know, inherently my skill set and I can contribute to small businesses. So that's how Strawberry Media began. Wow. I was like, Kingsley, I want to help you implement your vision. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We started working with small businesses. You know, we, we really did our best for that first like year and a half, I want to say. But the hard lesson I learned is that a lot of businesses stay small for a reason. And it sucks, Jeez. man. Yes. It, it really sucks. I get that tatted on me, that's bro. That's a man. huge banger. Wow. <laughs> it sucks. Like, if, if you're not willing to spend, like, five grand on your marketing, but you're driving some yeah. 70K BMW. Priorities. I mean, yeah. you're shooting yourself in the yeah, foot yeah. here. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I learned small businesses isn't quite the thing. And then we generated a lot more success once we started expanding the scope. And I started drawing inspiration from a lot of these marketers that are really good at what they do, like internationally. Yeah. Like one of my main sources of inspiration is Chris Doe. You know, yeah. you know yeah. Chris yeah. Doe yeah. from yeah. the future. Yes, of course. He had one of the. He's a G. Uh, he's, he's a, a fucking G. G. He's, yeah, a he's a huge G. G. Yeah, he is. He's a huge G. He had one of the one of the biggest, uh, most well-known agencies in LA called Blind, mm -hmm. with a huge clientele. And he decided to leave that behind and start a company called The Future. It's like an academy that helps creatives and entrepreneurs nice. sort of figure out their way and uh, contribute more to the world in their own creative capacity. There was another source of inspiration for me, Sabri Subi. He's performance-driven direct response. Like, in, with what he does, he is, I don't, I don't know anybody better. He's got one of the fastest growing companies in Australia, one of the fastest growing agencies in the world called wow. King Kong. A lot of us here in Toronto probably know him because he's easily dumped multiple six figures in ads for his book called Sell Like Crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so that's Sabri and, uh, and he's phenomenal. He's a huge source of inspo. And then Kat Howell, she is a social media advertiser, yeah. extremely good at Facebook ads for so lead generation e-commerce. That's right. She actually grew up in Waterloo. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So and then and then she moved there. And when she came back, right before the pandemic, to visit her mom, we actually got fish and chips. Nice. Me, me and Kat. It wow. Was, it was phenomenal meeting her. Yeah. I, I saw her ads, and I actually I actually messaged her too. She's, cool. yeah, dude, yeah. she's she's incredible. Mm -hmm. Her uh, academy, I, I don't know if it's still called Digital Distillery. I think it might it be. Is, it That's is, dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, sick. I, I took that, and then every new digital marketing specialist we onboarded at Strawberry, I got them to take her course. Oh, amazing. So it was ongoing. Yeah. Like, I was paying that monthly subscription because, like, yeah. it was worth it for us. Of course, yeah. Um, so she really taught me how to... They all taught me. Yeah. Something, right? yeah. They all taught me. It was... That holistic approach to marketing that I got from everyone, that is why with Strawberry Media, we decided to kind of, you know, leverage the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because creative branding, messaging, it's great on its own, sure, but what does it do for your bottom line? Yeah. Performance-driven, you know, direct response, data-driven, it's great for your bottom line, but does that really increase the lifetime value of each customer? Or Maybe your brand, not. Or your brand. You need, yeah. Or your brand. Yeah. You need loyalty. You need people to align 
with your with your brand and to yeah. associate certain values with your company. Yeah. So if you if you take that holistic approach, you're you're really benefiting from everything. I ended up taking it one step further, and I I was really inspired by Robert Cialdini's uh, principles of persuasion and influence. Yeah. So there's there's his first book principles where he, he introduces seven. And I talk about those and and some of the videos I made on my Instagram to help teach people, you know, understand how to build a funnel. And then in Persuasion, which is a a more recent book of his, he actually introduced an eighth principle. And it's towards the end, so a lot of people miss it. Yeah. But it's very key. Like, it's a huge principle. So I took those principles. And if you focus on these principles with everything that you do, every post you make, every ad you make, every email you send out, every website that you create, if you think about all these eight principles, if you just touch on them really briefly, okay, am I leveraging this? Am I leveraging this? Am I leveraging this? You can't help but take a holistic approach. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, that's, there's that's an aspect what I of like forward. doing the research though. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like you didn't just be like, yo, I'm going to fucking start an agency. Yeah. Kind of like us <laughs> to, be, to be completely honest with you. And just be like, I'm going to kind of wing in whatever, use our own experience, which is again, what we did. But you know what? It, it was, it was authentic the way that you did it. And you guys have an edge. I, I think that community management is at the core of of what you guys do and you're yeah. so you're so good at it you're so good <laughs> at thanks it. to this guy like all thanks to this guy I'm, though i mean honestly but thanks, but it's bud. implemented because of both of you the way that it's executed yeah. on it's not just this guy it's yeah. you too no no, no. Yeah. like i will say from a community management perspective like the structure the structure the structure then the way it came it really came from him obviously mm. that not passed off to like me and and has gone through the ranks right mm-hmm. uh, to all our employees and stuff but thank you. But, First of all, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. And second of all, yeah, that, that, that is something that we pride ourselves on, the community. Well, even going back to it, like when, when you don't have a dollar as a budget, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you got to grow. Yep. You're going to get real fucking creative. Oh, yeah. And that's where, that's where I discovered <laughs> how yeah. important community management was because I was like, you don't need no money. Man. We were doing it in real life. That's the thing. Yeah. In real life and online, right? Like, bro, like, I was just doing it because I'm like, yo, I'm not spending no money. I don't even have to create content at that point. Like you can literally <laughs> stay relevant just by community. You don't have to post. There, there's a, there's <laughs> two, two principles, three principles that you leveraged yeah. by doing that. Consistency or commitment, mm-hmm. unity, and social proof. Yep. That's what you leverage. You, you, you have to see like every other week in here, all our, all our account managers all sit down. Everyone goes through like their two week numbers, mm-hmm. impressions, reach, engagement, all that stuff. How much time they spend on their phone? How much time, dude? We, we, Swear to God. so on That's Instagram, on Instagram, yeah. they even, I don't know if it's new. We recently found it like about a couple months ago. You can see like how much time on a weekly average you spent on an, on an account on mm-hmm. a certain account on a specific account on that specific phone yeah so we're able to track <laughs> how much time they're spending That's interesting. so yeah yeah we'll, we'll show it to you after this and um you do you'd be surprised we like some of our accounts are doing like three four five hundred thousand uh, uh um impressions a month zero ad spend mm-hmm. zero ad spend like you're looking at like there's companies paying thousands mm-hmm. to get that kind of engagement those impressions and there, and that is just solely from the, the consistency of posting yep. and the community management. So yeah, we, that that was really our goal is to find a way to, because bro, when we started this thing, and I'm sure the same thing with for, with you for Strawberry, like dude, the clients you get don't have money. Yeah, they don't. You know what I mean, not and when you start like, off. yo, I want to be the next Coca Cola. Here's five bills. Yeah, here's five hundred bucks. Make it work. And <laughs> the thing is, fuck. the thing is, we never said no. We yeah, never, yeah. Especially no, not, the beginning. neither did we. Yeah, we man. never said no. We're like, now we say no. Yeah, now we say no. You but have now to we can say, say no. Thank God. Yeah. But dude, like we we had we had like retainers where we're running a whole social account. Yep. Losing money because we're paying somebody to do it. <laughs> we bootstrapped too. And I dude, get it. Like three hundred bucks for yeah. the month, and it yeah. was like. They were expecting the world. We were scheduling posts every day, community manager, blah, blah, blah. We just never said no. But we're it's like, so much sweeter. Like you said, man, once you get to that position where you have a bigger budget to work with, mm-hmm. you're doing bigger things. You're always keeping that that bootstrap mentality, that organic growth mentality yeah. in your mm-hmm. head. And that is something that you needed to do in at or, a certain yeah, point in your right. life. Yep. And a lot of people never needed to do that. So exactly. they'll never understand it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So for you to bring that mentality in, they might have never even thought about it even if other marketers in the industry are seeing my ads they're probably thinking they're oh, out. that's probably not working well what, yeah. what, is, what is this yeah if, if they're getting our emails they're probably thinking what's all this fluff yeah yeah where's where's the jot jot notes yeah. the point yeah. form yeah. how many <laughs> units there's in this building yeah 
I'm thinking, why does somebody need to know how many units there are? Yeah. You look at the re exterior rendering of the building, you can ballpark. There's yeah. two to three hundred units here. Yeah. 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 What exactly. do you want to know about? You want to know about the story of living here, yeah. the, the yeah. environment, the, the neighborhood amenities, yeah. location. Right, hey bro. Give me the fucking price per square foot, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. it's, it's, right? it's, it's, give me the just give me the straight goods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me the straight goods, and I think that you know what it is though. I think it's also like you said, um, with bigger budgets mm -hmm. come more bullshit yeah. generally. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's even for like us when, when we're given a bigger budget. Sometimes we're not even spending it all. Mm -hmm. And like that's maybe maybe for us that's uh, we're losing money you know for neighborhood for the business but we're giving the client more yeah and that's like keeping them forever and mm -hmm. I think like in real estate like you said we're talking these big budgets hundreds of thousands in whatever the case you know for whatever the the whatever it is that you're producing so much fluff it's like hey bro we're gonna bring in an extra in production we're gonna bring an extra light guy in bro. yeah, yeah. I don't really need him <laughs> but it's like hey bro it's my cousin and then, yeah, it's yeah. Like, bro, fuck you yeah this is this is what the budget is but if I can spend half of it mm -hmm. why would I not do that yeah. Like the clients can be so much happier. So again, I, yeah, I think that like, in, in especially in your industry, the big budgets, these, these these other marketers are probably looking and being like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Seriously. Yeah. And have you had anybody come back to you and kind of be like, what the hell's going on here type of thing? Yeah, man. So <laughs> yep, yep. Li literally on, oh gosh. Yeah, on, fr on Friday, um, I was, one of our agents was wondering, he, he was like, what, what's going on here? I'm seeing these emails. What is this? He's like, he's criticizing it, you yeah. know, and he's messaging me and like our digital marketing specialist. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on here? What, what's, what's with these emails? Yeah. You think anyone's going to go through with these yeah. emails? What is this? Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I sat down with him. I, I went on to HubSpot. I just, I'm like, dude, listen, I, I really appreciate your feedback. You're an agent. You've been doing this for a long time. There's always room for improvement. Yeah. I, w I wouldn't have gotten here if I had that mindset of, oh, I'm the yeah, best. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. Oh, this is I, right. Yeah. I, I could even be the best. Yeah. There's always room for improvement, yeah. always yeah. an opportunity to innovate and do something new. Yeah. So I just open it up. I'm like, look at the numbers. Look at the click-through rates. People are reading this more yeah. than your emails. Yeah. We're getting less unsubscribes, yeah. less bounces. Yeah. yeah. What, what are you going to say? Yeah, you yeah. need a different perspective looking at those things, right? And at, and at the end of the day, yeah. what matters to me as a marketer is how the audience actually engages with what we put yeah. out. You know, so yeah. and you have experience with that, man. Yeah, you've you've how many times have you put out an ad and you're like that didn't work at all? Like I'm talking mm -hmm. about strawberry now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're like fuck. Okay, I'm not doing that again. That's for sure. And then we just kept revising, adapting, overcoming, yeah. rinse and repeat. Yeah. And okay, so I want to ask you now a little bit going back to it you're in a position obviously where you have to delegate now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is yeah. not like your own agency. Mm -hmm. This is, you're in a position, mm -hmm. you have to delegate. No oh, matter yeah. if you like it or not, For sure. you can't take more work on, yeah. you have to delegate. So delegating to me is probably one of the more important things as an entrepreneur that you have to learn along the lines and, and sooner or later implement it. Yeah. So how has that been for you? Especially being in an environment like where, where you're one of the youngest. Mm -hmm. So delegating is extremely important. Yeah. Because when it comes down to it, whether you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, even somebody who has a higher level role at a company, you can't be doing everything. First of all, you're going you're gonna to burn out, but you shouldn't be doing everything because your primary focus should be, what can I do to bring in more business? Or yeah. grow the business, yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah. And even everything that you're delegating, even these tasks, if you're delegating a social media post, how is this post going to bring in more business? Yeah. How is this email going to bring in more business? Yeah. Every detail. Everything has yeah. to bring in more business. Yeah. That's your primary focus. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who actually goes out and, and gets more business? <laughs> who pitches? Yeah. I mean, you gotta, yeah. right? So yeah. as, as a business owner, especially if you wanna be on top of your business rather than to be consumed by it, yeah. Sabri Subi actually talked about this and sell yeah. like crazy. Um, big tip here, you shouldn't be doing a lot of what's involved in your business. Especially you should, day to day, yeah. Yeah, Facts. you should be going out there and bringing in clients and then delegating everything else yeah. as, and, and ensuring the quality, mind yeah. you. But then you gotta hire someone to make sure that you know, the quality is yeah. of, of the high standard that you're expecting. Yeah. So delegating is extremely important. You yeah. can't do everything. And you you definitely need to have you know specialists on board that and are you helping have trust you do everything. Too, right? You gotta have that yeah. trust factor where it's like. And That's I think a, a lot of entrepreneurs thing. don't yeah. get there because let's say you're building that business, right? Yeah. You did it ground up on your own. Yeah. You're seven years in. Yeah. 
And you're like, bro, I'm the guy who did this. Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing nobody in to, to mm-hmm. screw this shit up, right? So, but if you want to grow, yeah, you gotta, yeah, it's because yeah, there's but, no way to scale unless yeah. you get, you know, eight hands, right? So it's a mixture. It's a mixture of I think the I think it's a mixture of the trust factor. Like, do I trust somebody to do the job as good as me? Mm-hmm. The other aspect of it is people not like I don't I don't want to say being lazy, but people being too lazy to build the structure and yeah. build the process that's the hardest part mm-hmm. yeah. to build the process to a point where it's like i can hire someone tomorrow mm-hmm. here is a step-by-step sop you know what i mean that you <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. you can't fuck this up like mm-hmm. let's say it's it's the it's do a like to create for us like something like to create reels let's say we have a fucking bible dude if yeah, you've never used premiere pro ever you you've never even used the software before you can you can make a reel to the exact standard of how we want it based on how detailed this document is yeah so it's like but that takes a lot of time mm-hmm. that takes a doing it yourself understanding how to do it yep and then b being able to step by step not miss um, even the, the tiniest detail to make sure that again it's it's dummy proof right mm-hmm. i think it's That's a mixture preparation. of those two things yeah, yeah. it's yeah. preparation but, but a lot of people don't grow because yeah. they before bringing someone onto the team they don't do that type of preparation and then they'll be like okay well to bring him on now it's going to take all this work and mm-hmm, this and that mm-hmm. but if you were prepared exactly you could pop him in and out no you, problem you make them watch a video that you yeah. create and yeah. and, we, and of course you want to make sure you know? the person's character matches up to what you need right? yeah you want them to be genuine sure. hard-working honest people yeah but other than that just go through the motions and, yeah. and you'll and you'll get it done yeah. so 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 have you have you come on and actually hired or yeah. brought more people onto the team yeah Pharaoh? so so the first thing that i did when i came on board was i looked at all the software that we're using all the systems that we've been implementing and I created sort of like a proposal on how we should change that and like a, a recommendation You're talking on, about on like, each vertical. So what, so like CRM? So like CRM, yeah. so like, you know, we're using follow-up boss, it's, yeah. you know, at scale it's gonna get expensive, it's not cohesive, If you know, for us specifically as, as a company that's trying to uh, horizontally integrate, yeah. we need something that's more cohesive like HubSpot, for example. Yeah. Um, and a lot of companies in the industry don't even know how to use HubSpot, yeah. not to this capacity, because yeah. it's like, it's ex- how, yeah, how, yeah. Do you, how do you do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was an example of, of what I did. And then as soon as the, you know, it was approved and, and they decided, okay, let's give it a go, I actually introduced SOPs, standard operating procedures, to our, to our company. Huge. And then after that, I made videos, uh, like tutorial videos. Wow. Yeah, so like, okay, here's how you use HubSpot da, 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 as an agent, here's yeah. how you use HubSpot as an email marketer. And then I, you know, I started hiring and it became easier for me to hire because I sent them links. Of course, and that's it. And, and, watch and it, bro, by right? the time you meet them, they already know what exactly. they're supposed to be doing. And then they view two and a half hours, yeah. you know, this, this video, I don't have to talk for two and a half hours. That's where people miss out on. Sometimes it's a time saver. Yeah. It's and, a time saver. And sometimes missing something too. Like yeah. if I'm preparing this, in, in the two and a half hours you're watching this tutorial, you're, you're getting a very condensed, yeah. concise, valuable version of how to use this tool. Yeah. It's not like, I would have to ramble for five hours yeah, yeah. to get that kind of no, but, you okay, know, so now point across. To make that two and a half hour tutorial, mm-hmm. that took you fucking a month for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, I'm never doing it again. Yeah, You've had to put in work to get that done. You're exactly. like, this is gonna take more than, more than me actually sitting down with one person because I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it so that yep. this is a, buddy, you read this thing, you're like me now. I yeah. think like, you know yeah. I think yeah. like the message, I think the message is if you're a business owner that's looking to scale, yeah, you know, one, one person you wanna become three or yep. two or whatever the case is, Think about think about the position you're hiring for. Do a step by step procedure mm-hmm. of how the fuck you do that role. Yep. Take your time on it. If it takes you a month to do it, take the, your month to do it. But hiring would be so much easier because then when you're going to hire, you just have to look for someone who's a competent mm-hmm. and be someone who fits the culture of your brand and yeah. your business. Yeah. Other than that, boom, they're plugged in. Here's a step on step step by step how to do exactly what I want you to do. Go at it. Yeah, a, a general rule of thumb, when I was hiring, <clears throat> I actually wasn't really looking for people who already had like a very polished skill set. Mm-hmm. Like when I was you hiring someone for- Someone that's gonna like grow. Yeah. Someone who's gonna grow. Yeah. So I, you know, for example, when I was looking for a digital marketing specialist, I put out an ad on, on, on Indeed. Yeah. There was about 80 applicants. Wow. Maybe I got in touch with some of them. 
where I actually found our digital marketing specialist. I went to BrainStation and I found someone taking the initiative to, to spend money, invest in their knowledge Amazing. and become a digital marketing specialist. Same thing with graphic design. If you don't have a website, I'm not even looking at your resume. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's facts. It's big your facts. LinkedIn is not we enough. We get that all the time. You know, yeah, so know. like yeah. you need a website yeah. now, or or, at the, or something. Like yeah. if it, you got to be tying your identity to what you do. Yeah. And then if I see that you're diligent and, and you're passionate about what you're doing, I can teach you the rest. I feel like they don't tie the identity. They was, tie their fucking like their fucking milestones. Dude, their like, fucking yeah, yeah. I not even muscle. Just okay. I graduated from Ryerson. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, 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 I love. I love I that you said degree, that. Right? I love that you said that. We always we always bring up the example of like, if you go on Instagram every day and show yourself running, you're a runner. Now you know yeah, what I mean to, to, to the yeah. world, right? So, <laughs> I love that you said that tying your identity to what you do, mm-hmm. like. That's what people, especially you're trying to get hired, you're trying to start a business, whatever it is. Yeah. Be the person you want people to see that you are. Be the person that you want people to think that you are. To, yeah. To take to, to take you for like yeah. exactly. If you're if you want to be known as a runner, run every fucking day. Post on Instagram. Yeah. You want to be yeah. a digital marketer. You want to be a graphic designer. Build your website out. Invest the time. Invest mm-hmm. the money. And it's very minimal, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Put a website together and then start reaching out to Farrell, start reaching out to neighborhoods, start reaching yeah. out to yeah. agencies, this, this, that, whatever mm-hmm. businesses. People don't want to tie their identity to who they are. They want to go on Instagram mm-hmm. and which is like your portfolio nowadays. Like we've we've hired people based on like the work they put on their Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like Or the way they just spoke to us. Like go, go, no, no, but yeah. like you want you want to <laughs> straight look, up. We'll, we'll yeah. use graphic designer as an example. Go on your Instagram, mm-hmm. post your fucking work, mm-hmm. and then just DM us and say, "Hey, look at my work. Look at my work." <laughs> and if it's good, I promise you, we're gonna hit you back and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. Come in, yeah. come in for an interview." Yeah. Which our, yeah. which our interviews are never really real interviews. Me and this guy are just talking shit the whole time. But like, you <laughs> know what I that's mean? That's the best interview. Smashing, spurs. exactly, <laughs> smashing spurs. But like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, tie your fucking identity to who you want people to see you as. Yeah, people want to say I'm a graphic designer, but then their Instagram is pictures the of dog. flowers mm-hmm. and the yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like Tell me more. popping no, bottles. Yeah, yeah, no one's no. No one's gonna know, you know, what value well, you bring. If they were popping bottles, I'd be done. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, no one's gonna, no one in the outside world, the business world, is gonna is gonna see your value. They're yeah. not gonna understand and what your value is. Exactly. I think. Exactly. I think also when you when you look to start delegating, because we're talking big scale right now. We're talking yeah. about Pharaoh. It's a, yeah. it's a big company. You know yeah, I mean? there's so a lot. If you're solo out there, like <clears throat> I always say this to you, and I think I, I've tried to implement it as much as possible, is just like when you're trying to find someone to delegate to or hire someone new. Look! Look at look at what you do day to day. Write it down. Yeah, yeah. And this is what I like to do. I like to find the most tedious, boring, mindless work, mm-hmm. and that's what's going first. Yeah. Why? Because it's tedious. It's mm-hmm. mindless. It's boring. Yeah. And I know how to step by step show them how to do that. Yeah. And I don't need to trust them to a certain extent to be able to do that tedious, yeah. mindless work. And that's how they're going to prove it to me. But. In, in return, it's like, take away the task day to day that you know you don't need to be part of. You know, Don't give them the hardest thing. No. Yeah, exactly. Give them the, the easiest thing and start with that. If mm-hmm. they can do the easiest thing, then you start to build them, right? That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. When, when you're delegating, you want to start with small steps. This is, yeah. this is what I found works best. Yeah. Is you teach them something, see how they do. With creatives, I don't even. With creatives, I actually want to see what they do first. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I give something. them feedback. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then I give them feedback, yeah. and then we start to apply it. And as you teach them to do more and more, you add to their responsibilities, and eventually, you start to teach them how to delegate. There yeah. you go, right? And then, because and they've seen it from you. Yes, exactly. Right, and we've done that too in house, where it's just like, yo, we'll, we'll train you. Mm-hmm. We'll train you. We'll train you. Mm-hmm. Next week, you're training them. Yeah, you're training that person. And that's a that's a big step is then teaching the people in the business to how to delegate, <laughs> yeah. like how to teach. Yeah. That that for us uh, was something that we've really taken. I think the last I'd say five six months to really focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're a pretty decent sized team here, but our core people have been with us since like you know very early, uh, the longest I'll say. Um, they've now begun to delegate and so that's when you really see growth in the business yeah. right when like the people below you are starting to delegate yeah they're starting to take roles and feel like they have a certain level of uh, expectations of the people below them or the newcomers to the business or whatever the case is that that's a big thing that people um they they, they, they miss out on it and why you said like you said why small businesses stay small mm-hmm. that's a big thing and, and i think it's a mindset thing too um beyond all the delegation and all that stuff like 
if 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 you don't picture your your business being a fifty person business it's or, not gonna get or whatever exactly like or even you coming into Pharaoh, sure maybe it's not your own business but I know for damn sure based on our relationship and me knowing you as a person you walked in there and you're like yo I'm gonna build this fucking uh, the from the, the marketing department to a hundred people yeah because if I if I get this one hundred people this business becomes a trillion dollar business which like, yeah you know which, is I mean? for me. which is a mindset yeah. you probably only have because of strawberry media exactly yeah. right because exactly. if you went to school if you did the, like the whole step by step mm-hmm. You get there, you don't give a fuck how much money Pharaoh makes. You're there to do your job, go home and sleep. Exactly. You're gonna be paid the same. Exactly. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So to have you, technically an employee, but a very high up employee, caring about budget to the extent that you do mm-hmm. is huge. But they can only find that in an entrepreneur. Caring about yeah. budget in general, because yeah. I think that that's something that in now now if we're not talking about entrepreneurs and we're talking about someone who just went to school, or whatever, yeah, yeah. which is fine if that's what you want to do, and then you know went, went into the corporate world. Yo, go into your job and do it fucking right. Yeah. Go in there and actually with pride, with man. pride. Yeah. Go in there with pride and go in there doing the best job you can do. Literally, because it it, it really speaks to the person that you are. Yeah. And whether you stay with that business forever or not, and you go to work for another company, like. Yo, the, the level of recommendation you're going to get when yeah. you're making that switch is going to be so much higher. And mm-hmm. trust too, because the, think about it. If you save your, your team $30,000 in one, one type of project. Negotiate and you show on your them. salary. And you show them, right? Get another fifteen. k But I'm just saying, imagine you did that. Now you're bringing <laughs> it to your, your higher-ups are looking like, yo, why does Baron even care to save us money? Mm-hmm. The trust is going to like explode. This guy's a real one. Yeah. Like this, yeah, guy, exactly. this guy has no reason to care about our budgets. Mm-hmm. He just has to do a job. And he's looking, he's looking out for us right now. Yeah. That's someone that they look for in the future and say, this is the CEO now. Yeah. Because I don't want to work anymore, but I trust yeah. him. And I, <laughs> but I trust him. Yeah. And, I think, and I think that's a big reason why, you know, people come out of school. They're not taught that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're taught to just, yo, get the job and try and do your best and try and just like move up the ranks. Yeah. But it's like, yo, be genuine. Actually give a fuck about what you do. If you're starting at the bottom of the totem pole, how can you make your position more valuable than it was when it was given to you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, you're the guy who fills these cups. Fill these cups in a different way that they're like, holy fuck, we never thought you could fill the cup that way. Yeah. Damn, boom, you're promoted or boom, you, here's, here's a raise or whatever. Like, but, but, people, but you're not taught that in school. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and then, you know, the, these kids, they're, they're just pushed into the corporate world or pushed into the world of like, just get a job and you're going to, you know, it all fall into place. You'll figure it out. But it's like, nah, fuck that. Let's give them real value. Let's give them real life lessons before they even make it to that, that world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think like, and I like what you're doing. Like you going, you said it was brain going to brain, brain station going to brain station yeah. and finding like people who don't have the skill set but that says a lot about you going there in the first place and saying yo I'm going to hire someone from here mm-hmm. not polished skill set but someone that I can mold and build exactly. to eventually take my position yeah. so then I can fucking move up the ranks exactly. too yeah, right? exactly. and, and, and you know to whatever the extent is but it's not taught enough yeah. and I think that people in positions of power in corporate settings or even business owners don't put enough emphasis on on, on making sure that the people who work for the business work for them whatever the case is mm-hmm. are truly genuine and that's yep. why a big thing with with neighborhood and me and this guys when we're having we're call, we'll call it interviews if you want but dude when, when someone comes in a new intern a new employee whatever or someone that's trying to get a job I swear to God we talk about the job for probably 10 minutes mm-hmm. and the other 50 minutes of the hour we're just getting to know the person yeah right and we're like you know and then after they leave and the first thing okay what do you think you think they're coachable yeah cool okay do you think they're going to fit the culture here yeah yeah cool okay cool you think they're going to work hard you think they're going to be genuine mm-hmm. in what they do boom 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 okay let's go right and i think actually feral <laughs> feral if you're hearing this you guys are lucky to have someone like you honestly yeah. because you come with that mindset yeah which is only going to take the business to it's the next a rare level mindset too it's very, very rare. Rare. and even very going back rare. to delegating why why you want to start off with the easiest shit mm-hmm. because the people were hiring they were never taught what they're about to do yeah they were never yeah. taught what they're about to yeah. do they don't know what the fuck they're about to do yeah oh, they never even seen what they're about to do so i cannot you cannot expect someone just because they they came from shulik mm-hmm. they came from Rotman, mm-hmm. that they're gonna know how to work in your business they're not yeah i promise you at least not the <laughs> way that you want them to exa- mm-hmm. exact or or mm-hmm, right? move the way you do or have the procedures the way you guys have them like they were not taught that yeah. so that's why you start simple and you move from there because it's going to be a shock for them too i mm-hmm. promise you no matter pharaoh neighborhood whatever i promise you what they're about to work on and how they are going to work on it 
they weren't taught that. Yeah, exactly. They, they were taught how to work hard. Mm -hmm. They were taught due dates, take orders, organization. Yeah. But other than that, man, you got to show them the way, right? So yeah. it, I know you've already brought some people on the team too, and I know you guys like when you bring someone on the team too, you guys train them to mm -hmm. to, to a certain extent where it's like. We care about you more than just that that agent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So maybe speak on that because I think that's something that's bringing people into your company right now. So you know what's funny? I, I'm actually teaching the eight principles of persuasion and influence not only to our marketers and, and social media people, but to our agents. It's amazing. So, they need to know like, it. Who yeah. the fuck need to would ever, so would they, ever yeah. like even think of doing that? Sorry, yeah. continue. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. No, it's crazy. Yeah, but again, value added. It's value good, right? added. Because now the agents are thinking holistically. They're not just thinking, oh, I want to sell pre-construction. You have to understand. Get access, Robot, yeah. run yeah. ads. Yeah. Okay, like yeah. it's not yeah. it's not just yeah. like that, you yeah. know? You gotta build a valuable, trustworthy brand. How are you gonna do that? You know, you gotta have some social proof. How are you gonna do that? Yeah. You gotta leverage reciprocity. How are you gonna do that? Of Authority, trust, liking, commitment, consistency, yeah. unity, scarcity. Yep. These are the eight principles. You gotta apply them. Huge, dude. Right. So, so that's you know, we we teach our our agents how to do that as well because as an agent, you're your own business too. Yeah. Right. Just because you're operating under Feral Property Group doesn't, doesn't it doesn't mean yeah. like there's no handouts. Yeah. I mean, I mean there actually when you are. go show that yeah, they're, they're definitely. <laughs> But when you go yeah. through that, that listing, it's you. You're there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you better know how to build a brand. And I am happy to show you how to yeah. run lead generation campaigns. Yeah. You know, because the more you succeed, the more success we generate as a company. Yes. Yeah. That's better for me, too. Yeah. And, like if, and the if, more you know, value you're giving them, they don't, yeah. they don't forget that kind of stuff. Exactly. You know? when, they're, when they're finally killing it on socials. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be like, yo, this was only because of Baron, realistically. Man, you, know yeah. guy, you, know? Yeah. you know what I mean? That guy fucking Baron, bro. And like, then, yeah. and then now, guy. look at it and say this. Let's say, knock on wood, in five years, you're like, I'm gonna leave Pharaoh, do my own thing, or whatever. You get another offer in fucking Dubai, you wanna Let dip. me know, I'll, I'll, I'll take your spot at Pharaoh. You wanna, you wanna dip, right? <laughs> Let's say. Like, you will, you, you will have left a lasting impression on that business. Yeah. Like, and there you go. You don't own this fucking business. You don't have shares in the business, or maybe that I don't know about, but. You've left a lasting impression that, like, for the next 20 years of Feral Runs, that you're not there. Like, the things you've, the processes you've built, the processes you've implemented mm -hmm. will live forever in yeah. that business. Like, yeah. so it's just like, why the fuck would you not want to be a part of that? It's a like legacy thing, like, bro. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, we always look at it, like, we always, we always try and look at it anything we do like for exactly from a legacy perspective. Like, how long will people remember this? Mm -hmm. Can it live forever? Can it be? Right? Dean, can it live forever? I can mean, it, from what I'm saying, absolutely. Can it, can it, can it, can it live past a reel? <laughs> can it live past 30 seconds? God, if we're posting reels every day, bro, we're going to be out here. No, no, that's crazy. No, no, but seriously, like, I, I, from what I've seen, man, like, um, it's very interesting. And I'm one that always criticized the real estate mm -hmm. industry. I always criticize it. Bro, I because, criticize it. I'm in Because it. it's so old. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it so old, yeah, bro. Bad. Like, you're so old. Stop. Yeah. Just do things new. <laughs> if you do it yourself, bro. Yeah. I know, I almost took a so shit there. I almost fucking... <laughs> no, no, but, but seriously, like th th that's what you need to do. You need to make changes, especially to a company that's already established like that, because mm -hmm. that's the only way they're going to survive. Exactly. Well, look, you know look, what I mean? If they don't adapt, mm -hmm. well, now, fuck, now even look tough. how big this is. Like, you know, you came to us to help you with some PR stuff, right? In, in terms of Feral, mm -hmm. and like beyond all the the the, I'd say stuff that we're doing for you in terms of like the PR, the press, and stuff like that, the publications. You're like, yo, I want to get some of our agents on your podcast price to sell. Mm -hmm. I want to come on and talk about Pharaoh MBH, like da da da. Mm -hmm. What fucking other person in your position would have ever even thought to do that? Yeah. Right? But that but that's you like modernizing yep. what's going on in Pharaoh. Only we would have thought of it. Hmm? Yeah. Well that's well that's, <laughs> actually well, though. Yeah, well, right? well that's yeah. that's why we have a contract offer for you ready after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but listen. You gotta listen. keep it up though, straight up man. Like because yeah. from where we met you Dude, you haven't changed as a person, mm -hmm. but you've been growing your career, man. It's it's fucking amazing can, to see. Can we toast to that? Let's Bro, can, I, can I get some vino? Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking drinking this like oh, a fish. Jeez, yo, Baron's, Baron's fucking nursing that thing over yeah, here. Yeah, come on, bro. Listen, I'm exactly babysitting. Like he's he's, he's like, bro, I got work to do. I'm like you assholes. <laughs> I'm he's like, bro, did you hear what my role is for my company? What shit I have to do? You want some more? Yeah, come on. Okay, bro. No, listen, Baron. Honestly, like, before before we step into the famous question here, I want to toast to you 
Dude, your growth has been like it's insane. Like it's insane since Yo, the day Aaron we met hit you. hit us up, bro. He came out to our event. We didn't even fucking know him. Yeah. He came out with energy. He yeah. met every single person yeah. at that event. Yeah. And that is forever in me because I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. And yeah. every time I see this guy's face, I remember running beside him for yeah. five kilometers and talking. I don't even remember what the fuck we talked about. I can't remember. We were talking about marketing, bro. We might have been. We talked about marketing. No, no, seriously. I want to. I want to cheers to you, dude. Your growth has been absolutely insane. It's it's been a pleasure to watch, honestly. Um. We, we love seeing people within our circle, you know, continuously grow, continuously strive uh, to innovate in their industry and just, and just uh, you know, just be, be better than they were the day before. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's a hard thing to do consistently. People fall into it, fall out of it. But I, I can truly say since the day we met you, especially in person, uh, till today, like your growth has been insane. So, you know, with that being said, I won't go forever. I feel like I'm about to propose to you right now. <laughs> well, cheers to that, man. It's been fucking, cheers, it's boys. been unreal, bro. Cheers, baby. Thank you. Cheers you to know. us, guys. Cheers. Woo. Cheers to our success. Whoa. With that being said, it's time. You mm-hmm. know it's time. We're the MBH podcast, <laughs> Money Buys Happiness. Everyone gets the question. Money buys happiness. What do you think when you hear when you hear this the statement? Money buys happiness. I mean, money can buy short term happiness, right? Because, you know, actually as as uh, Jack Greystone was was saying Shout out Jack. Shout out Jack. Crazy, crazy podcast, (laughs) guys. You you have to listen to it. Jack is so cool. Yeah, Yeah, coolest guy. Um, He's super down to earth. But he said that, you know, happiness is an emotion. And and so you can get that, you know, sort of short-term pleasure by buying something. You know, getting a bottle of wine, getting a a new car, a new watch, whatever. But at the end of the day, what actually drives happiness for me for a lot of people who have money i think it's purpose and fulfillment i think it's actually doing something that you align with something that you love something that you feel good about because it it helps other people too and um and if you're on your purpose if if you're on your path of fulfillment if you're doing everything that you can, learning, growing every single day, contributing, offering more value to everybody around you, yeah. constantly, consistently, and you're doing so with passion, money's gonna come to you. It's you're just gonna magnetize it's money. It's gonna come in hot. It's mm-hmm. gonna come in hot. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. suddenly. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be thrown at you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and you could you could, you know, be like Jack and decide to try an experiment and go broke <laughs> and, and it'll still fly at you. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, we're just we're on our path. Yeah. You know, we're we're not money is not the motive. We're yeah. not chasing after money. Yeah. But it's the tool that we use and in order for us to fulfill our purpose more and more we need more of that tool and so it comes our way so that we can do it yeah yeah i like that agreed damn this with some fucking facts right now. <laughs> yeah, you said a lot of things. Like, we're gonna have too many reels for this episode. Like, straight up. Like, I don't know what we're gonna do. But listen, with that being said, man, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure to have you on again. We, we love to see the growth. I'm sure we'll have you on again. We'll give we'll give it some time so you get some time to grow a little more. We'll have some more to talk about. But dude, keep it up. Uh, you're even a, you're, you know you're a huge inspiration for us. Uh, seeing what you've done, it's just it, it's amazing. I think a lot of people are gonna take a lot of value. Um, Big chat f- from 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 this conversation. Thank you, boys. Um, again, pleasure. Thank you for having us on your podcast. Thank, thank, thank you for having us on the podcast. Really appreciate it. <laughs> you guys were like great. Back, you did great. I was, I was worried. <laughs> but uh, holy fuck, we'll, 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 we'll talk a little more off this camera. Yeah, we got yeah. the contract <laughs> offer ready. Let's but do it. Uh, with that being said. Dean? Yeah. Let's do it.